0: hello hello and welcome to the Scottish Educators Connect podcast. I am really excited to be here with James and me. I'm Anita Letisi a principal teacher in Edinburgh and I am here with my now good friend and colleague James.
1: Hi folks uh, James Cook I am I'm the learning and teaching officer in Murray Council and uh, delighted that we can start this podcast. Uh, to really share the work that we've been doing with Scottish Educators Connect.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think that we need to start this podcast, James, by just telling people a little bit about how we met and what we've been doing. And I'm going to hand it over to you, first of all, to let everybody know.
1: Yeah, OK. Um, I think it's all just really happened in uh, a quite surreal way, I suppose, but the current circumstances that we've all been living in over the last few months are are definitely most surreal anyway. Um so this work and I suppose our connection came together through the power of Twitter and um, Twitter's something that I've been using for a number of years in terms of my own professional learning and development and have connected with a great range of of people. And uh, it's, it's been the absolute testament of what we've managed to achieve in terms of Scottish Educators Connect. Uh, I was reading during the month of May uh, a book called How Learning Happens, which looks at um, cognitive science within education. And uh, during the month of May, I was doing a chapter summary, uh, tweeting that uh, each day of the month. And um, on one of the posts, Anita had commented saying that she thought it would be great if uh, we could do something similar in terms of being able to read a text uh, together. And um, from that, very quickly, uh, a group was established. And um, it's really surreal to think that that was only around about nine or ten weeks ago that initial conversation happened. And um, from then, we're now on our on our fourth book. Um, And have worked with dozens and dozens of um, practitioners from early learning and childcare, from schools and various partners that work with children and young people to explore different texts on play pedagogy, on early narrative and uh, children's storytelling, on um, brain development and and now looking at cognitive science again thinking around about learning and teaching so yeah it's been it's been great i don't know i don't know if you want to add anything there Ethan.
0: it's just been such a coincidental but great ride it's actually probably been the, the best thing that's happened for me professionally this year um we started the the first book in the connect i think about 10 weeks ago And I've counted the people that have engaged with the tweets and the um, blog and the actual Google Meets face-to-face discussion of the books. And we've got over 60 practitioners engaging with us um, on a deeper level with their professional learning. Our blog in 10 weeks has got nearly 10,000 views. And I think the best part of um, the Connect for me now is that we have teachers and practitioners across Scotland writing their own blogs and writing about their experience of being um, involved in Scottish Educators Connect and what it means to them to be able to explore their own professional development with their own agenda that's not kind of um, founded on national, local or cluster priority. It's something that they can just take forward themselves and certainly many of the the, the members or the participants thus far have just said that they feel like they're reinvigorated in their own learning and teaching passions because they're getting to do something that's about their own development. And I mean, that's just such rich feedback about something that really happened by accident.
1: Yeah, I think there's been a really, there's been a really interesting demographic of uh, practitioners that have joined and, um, I suppose what we've seen is, you know, we've got some of um, what you quite affectionately call the the OGs, uh, Anita, that have <laughs> uh, started with us, you know, right at the beginning of Scottish Educators Connect when we were looking at play-based learning in the primary school. And so we've got some that have sort of continued to engage throughout that, that process um, over the last few months. And then we've had some people sort of join and... Um, and come along around the way if it's if it's a topic that they're interested in. And what I was really heartened to hear was, and um, particularly in the last book, you know, we had some people that had joined us from our uh, storytelling uh, book, looking at that in the in early learning and childcare and in the early stages of school. And we we're really fortunate enough to have uh, many of the authors who are Scottish practitioners uh, join us within that. And, um, you know, they had joined with the intention of coming to talk a bit around about their, um, around about the chapters that they'd written, but also to hear what other people um, were going to talk about it. And they stayed on, a number of them, for for the next book. And when we were having our book review last week of our sort of final session with that book, you know, they were saying we weren't really sure whether we were going to really enjoy this book around um, the whole brain child and and looking at the the science of of brain development in in children and and actually through to adulthood as well, and uh, just talking around about actually, but um, they got so much out of it on a theme that they might have not picked up a book before, but through that ability to have that ongoing conversation with other folks, um, it really sparked an an interest in something that they didn't necessarily think they would have an interest in before. So I thought that was a really powerful reflection from from one of the practitioners that had joined us.
0: Yeah, definitely. I really liked liked that at the end of each book, we get that opportunity with the people that that have taken part in the book to explore what it is that they've gained from exploring um, reading or professional development with a group of people as opposed to doing it alone. And, you know, one of the um, practitioners who joined us on the last book Um, An Edinburgh nurture development officer wrote a really personal blog about how she felt really nervous about academic reading, found it quite um, scary. actually used the phrase that she didn't think she was smart enough to offer anything. Um, And I like how through the process of joining in her own kind of self-image and self-worth and what she can bring to a conversation and professional development, did a whole 180 and and she now can see that she really enjoys it. There's a lot to learn from learning from each other, you know, learning is a social process and that doesn't just have, have to happen in the school. It can happen um, at, at adult level and professional development. And I think that this happened totally by accident, but the depth of learning that that's coming from everybody um is is really astounding um and you know we do have practitioners who have been with us now for all four of our our book blethers and each time the the richness of their own experience um is added to what we're all reading and we've got a real you know multifaceted approach to understanding what we're reading um one of the things that has blown me away is is where people are coming from when they're joining us you know today in our um <laughs> book blether, we had people from Highland, Muddy, Fife, Perth, Edinburgh, The Borders, Ayrshire, um, Glasgow, and all of them bring their own knowledge of local authority policy and procedure, um, authority narratives, um, you know, alongside the kind of national rhetoric, um certainly where we're going with with raising attainment and education. So we've all got our own. Approach, and we're all bringing that to this really rich, safe space to explore and learn together. Um, It's been really, really rich for me, actually.
1: I think something that um, when we were starting to look at putting together this, and and we were having some conversations, uh, you and I, in those in those earlier. Um, few days Anita was trying to think around about you know what do we what do we call this and um, and thinking around about that sort of hashtag of of Scottish <laughs> Educators Connect and I suppose you know one of the things in terms of getting a hashtag you want it to be authentic and the fact that you know it, it, it does what it says it is and I think for me what it's done is that um, whilst I suppose when we started to have those conversations we were envisaging about that fact of you know, we've had a connection that we'd we developed over Twitter, and we wanted to to explore that with other people. But actually, I don't think it resonated at that time how powerful that connection would be in terms of the current circumstances that everybody is um, and has been living in over the last few months. And it's been really heartening to hear from practitioners, not just. The professional development that this has provided them, but also the personal development, and uh, some of the comments that you're making there around about you know some of the individuals talking around about the connections that they've made with with books, um, hasn't just been professional, but it's been personal, but also the connections that they've made with other people as well, and helps um helped guide and and strengthen that, and I think that's shown from the fact that you know we have people who. Um, the majority of Scottish Educators Connector are, are on their are on their summer break at the moment, and joining from some wonderful places. So you know, one of our members joining from the car in a campsite today is just <laughs> you know just absolute testament for me of. Not just a commitment to the children and young people that we that we serve and we have the the joy of of working alongside, but also to their own professional growth and and how they can seek that out with with like minded practitioners that have that, um the depth that you talk around about there in terms of the vast range of experiences that that everyone brings.
0: Yeah, and I think as well, there seems to be, and it definitely wasn't intended, but it seems to be as as the more we meet and the more we we learn from each other and connect with each other, sometimes the more cathartic some of the conversations become. Certainly, I found a lot of the discussions that we've had together in the group about realising the ambition the impacts on um, children and young people, um, you know, children who've experienced trauma. I found it really cathartic being able to to share my professional and personal experiences of, of these things and how there are so many people now that I'm engaging with who work with children um, who have had similar experiences, who have been through the same sort of kind of um, professional baptism i suppose through the scottish educators connect of actually having to openly talk about things that can be quite challenging to talk about and doing it in a way that you know respects the dignity um and and the 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 care that we have for the children and the young people that basically that's who we're doing this for isn't it um and yeah i just i think the connection is really really strong and you know people we've got some new people joining us for this fourth book and it's the first time they've joined us. And after the first meeting, they've messaged me on Twitter to say that was really good. Everyone's so welcoming. I don't know why I was scared. And yeah, I think it is a real testament to to what we have here. And again, I I keep saying it, but it's because I'm so amazed by how this was an accident and it's become a really important part of, of my school closure lockdown experience. And and remember, we finished the first book after, I think, a fortnight we spent on that first play-based um, learning in the primary school book. And at the end of it, when we did the the kind of impact statement on that last meeting, so many people said this was a good space to not talk about coronavirus, to not talk about school closure, to not talk about all of that actually big, scary stuff that's happening outside of school. And then as that's gone on and workloads have, have probably, I mean, I've definitely felt my workload has just gotten so big in the planning for return to school and the planning for getting to the summer holiday. And even through that, people were still committing to coming. They're spending four hours on SLT meetings and they're making it to the Scottish Educators Connect or they're rushing home from their car so that they can be part of this. And um, yeah, I think it's just, it's been really profound, but I think it's something that people really enjoy being part of and i certainly really enjoy facilitating
1: yeah i think there's definitely something about that fact of that you can come to the you can come to the discussions and it has a really uh, a really loose feel to it in terms of the conversations i'm sure a number of folks that um have seen some of the stuff on twitter obviously we made the decision to in terms of our facilitation to have some sort of discussion threads that would try and facilitate that conversation that was happening. And and in that first book, um, as you say, it was a really intense couple of weeks. We were meeting every single day and we were having that opportunity to read a chapter every single day. And I think during those times where and um, the intensity in terms of people 's lives' work was quite high um, in that time in May. It was actually a, as you say a really welcomed escape from everything else that was going on and getting back to actually what do we care about and it's about making a difference to the to the children and young people that were that that we're working with and I think for um for me it's about that fact of that sort of that loose and that friendly feel that that you talked about and you know I even think ourselves um I remember people asking um towards the end of that first meeting that we got together so you know how do how do you and Anita know each other and it was (laughs) we met we met four or five minutes before you did on screen um and very much a bit of a sort of a wing and a prayer in terms of that organization but I think that's what people um appreciate in terms of the fact that there is that there is that loose discussion thread, and 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 over time we've managed to grow that of you know practitioners suggesting questions and and feeding those in, um and and then the the discussion being captured on Twitter then allows for the fact that you know during that time where people were planning for return to school or return to early learning and childcare settings and and it was more difficult to attend in person. I think the Twitter threads really come onto its own in terms of being able to um, summarise what's happening in terms of the discussions, but also being able to interact with that. And it's been brilliant to read some of the people on Twitter who haven't um, engaged with any of the Google Meets because they've not been able to, but actually they've used that as uh, a facilitation of their own professional learning, so between the Twitter feed and then the blog, um, you know, using those stances in terms of being able to see what are other practitioners across Scotland thinking about these themes, and I think that um, something as you say by quite accident has been something that has provided a sort of a multi-channelled approach towards professional learning that that maybe isn't the the typical approach that people have engaged with before.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the things that I've really enjoyed seeing evolve from our meets is that we're really engaging with practitioners who see professional development as something more than I have to attend four or five twilight sessions in the year to to meet the standard. Um, and I think that that's what's really rich about this is that people are doing this because they want to and they're interested and they're committed to it. And you really get that from both the meets and the Twitter feed is people are really bringing what they know, but open to learning new ideas as well. And we've got a few people who've joined the meets who come with um, really good um, areas of expertise but they, they bring with them a lot of challenge I think to teaching practitioners um, you know we've got an educational psychologist who's who's been with us for a few weeks now and he's just great at challenging the things you say or challenging some of the statements that are made so that we can begin to to widen our world view on the things that we're reading which I think is is just really important and I think when we are able to empower people to take their learning into their own hands, just like we would do with children. We really are just opening up what we have here in Scotland, which is a really rich curriculum, a really rich um, body of, of practitioners who are dedicated to children and young people. And we get to to, to make that even richer, make that um, even better by coming together and, and learning together and challenging together and actually saying, I don't quite agree with that point of view or or I've experienced that differently in my school. And yeah, and I like the safety of, of the connect as well. Over the weeks, the trust between the practitioners has grown. And in that last book we read, The Whole Brain Child, talking about trauma and childhood experiences and emotional and psychological awareness. It really opened up channels for practitioners to both share personal and professional um experiences they'd had that actually were quite um strenuous on their emotions and on on stress levels and to have that safe space I think is is really important. And yeah, I'm glad that we're being able to extend our Google Meets, Twitter, and blog further with this podcast. Maybe we should share a little bit about what we're intending to do.
1: Yeah, I think um, I'll I'll leave that over to you Anita. <laughs> You've got quite a clear sort of concept in your head with that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I think what we found from our um, chats and, and the, the Google Meet discussions is that when we're talking about something like play-based learning, um, quite often we're talking to practitioners with a range of experiences, but within play-based learning, so many educational issues come up. There's the voice of the child, there's implementing play into primary one, um, the importance of observations, the importance of quality interactions with children. And in that one hour Google Meet for each chapter, there isn't really enough time to tease out all of the issues that are coming up. Um, It's the same with the whole brain child. I mean, I could go on for days and days about the adverse childhood experience movement and trauma informed practice and what that could or should mean for teachers and schools and relationships. And it's just finding a space where we can do that, but also invite maybe key people from, from the Google Meet groups who had Um, expert knowledge or or some additional information to talk about that um, more widely but also probably to get some of the authors um, and some experts in different areas of education involved so that they can help widen our professional development again within our Scottish Educators Connect we've got a wide range of people we've got people of lots of different educational backgrounds um, locally they're from different places but also the area of education where they teach is different but it is still our own Scottish Educators Connect bubble so I'm hoping that with the podcast we can start to invite people from out with that to to kind of explore, challenge, share more information Um, yeah that's what I think, what do you think James?
1: Yeah I think for me it's about the fact of Whilst we've been together in Scottish Educators Connect we have um, had a strange time where front-facing we've not been working with children and young people in the way that we normally would and a number of practitioners who have been involved have have continued contact with children and young people through a range of different means but it's maybe not been um, the way that uh, people have been used to and I suppose we're Um, I think that this has a real vehicle for for further improvement is to think around about the podcast of being a way to start to move some of these professional learning discussions we're having and transferring that into practice. So thinking around about, okay, we've had these conversations, so how is it going to look different for the children and young people that I serve? How is it going to be different for the families and the communities that I work with? based on the professional knowledge and the discussions that we've been having through these various guises and through these chapters. And I think as you say there, Anita, in terms of inviting some of the practitioners who've been involved in that to actually share what does their, you know, what has their professional learning and development looked like, what does the space in which they work in look like, and share some of their knowledge and expertise is going to be another dynamic that's actually going to help support this network that we have um, had the uh, absolute pleasure of facilitating to really start to change the landscape for children and young people across a huge geographical area.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And as you say that, I'm immediately pinging to key conversations we've had already within the Scottish Educators Connect. I think um, the whole brain child, there's a real Um, interest and scope there for us to be exploring what does the implications of nurturing the brain of a child look like in practice and what does it look Mm -hmm. like for class teachers and what can it look like for nurture teachers what can it look for look like in terms of a whole school ethos and I suppose it's the same with play pedagogies we've had the the theoretical input through the reading we've had the, the challenge and the critique through our discussion So now it's about talking about, Okay, so what does that play pedagogy look like in my primary one class in Edinburgh? What does it look like in a primary four class elsewhere? And just bringing it all together in that way, I think that's our goal. That's what we're trying to do. And um, I'm really excited to get started. And I think just to end this, I just wanted to jump on what you just said there, James. You said um, it's been the absolute privilege Um, for us to have been part of this and that's true whenever we finish a book or finish a a meet um, people send messages to you and I thanking us for what we've done and I feel completely that it's the connectors it's the people who make what we've done um, really successful and really important because without everybody both joining in taking the time to, to buy the book to read the book to share their opinion but also to to Invest their own selves in what we're doing is really important. And I think I've seen it most of all in that last book, The Whole Brain Child, just how the sharing of our experiences actually, um, for some of us during that, was maybe a bit of a painful process. Um, and I just thank everybody for being so involved and for being on this journey with us. And um, we hope that the podcast adds just another dimension to that learning and extend the way we're thinking
1: Brilliant I can't wait
0: I know I know I was going to say that as well I'm really excited so for everybody listening thank you for listening basically this episode was just James and me talking to each other about our experience of Scottish Educators Connect but really um, we we do have um, some quite big plans we think for the podcast we want to explore play a lot more We want to explore nurture a lot more, definitely teaching and learning um, a lot more. So watch this space. But as with the blogs, when I pester you to write a blog for us, um, we're hoping that you will feel like you want to come in to the podcast and join us and and be part of it and, and help us learn and grow together. Until next time.
1: Until next time.
0: Okay, thank you, James. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye.